was fiat. It wasn't worth anything. How am I paying taxes on something that ain't worth anything? You see what I'm saying? And Merrill Jenkins, he, he went to court. He, I mean, they pretty much bankrupted him just in legal fees. He Because he, he was saying the IRS was illegal. Now, what I'm telling y'all, I don't want y'all to go out there and do nothing illegal. Y'all better pay the IRS. If you end, don't, you end up like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> so, look, I ain't tell y'all don't pay the Because, see, it wasn't Wesley Snipes that wasn't paying his taxes, if I get this thing right. It was it was his financial advisor. He listening to the wrong people. You see what I'm saying? Listen wrong. So, but when I'm telling y'all about this international mutual fund, back at that time, when I was reading about it, it was a 144-member organization. Now, this was way before com computers. And do you know how the IMF helped create money? They'd be sitting out by a swimming pool, and they zero. And my brother had to remind me of this when I talked to him. He said, boy, he said, you remember that book by Merrill Jenkins, Money is the Greatest Hoax? And it talks about the International Mutual Fund and how they create money. He said, do you remember how they did it? And it came to me. I said, yeah. He said, they'd be sitting out by a pool smoking cigar or something like that. And they had, and they had their little black book. And they zero account out, and they and they write a and they and uh, they write a number figure in, and then then, then they have the feds them and the government print those print and, and put that put those put put that uh put that figure say they zero they zero out say if a country owe them fifty million fifty billion dollars they zero that fifty billion dollars out right and they and they, and they put a hundred billion a hundred billion in. you see it's all fake it's not backed by anything when America got off the gold and silver standard by Nixon I think around about 1971 you know all the other countries kind of follow suit so money isn't backed by anything it is is intangible like Merrill says fiat so just to mark in a ledger it, it can be it can be discarded it can be created and it can be taken away see that what y'all know about the little money system here and I'm an old dumb boy from Louisiana I've been telling y'all what's going on with this coronavirus thing here. When my brother reminded me that, it came back to me. See, right now we're dealing with these computers, right? See, people don't remember time when it, and it wasn't no stock market and when it wasn't digitized. You know, they had them, they had them little tickers, them little tick, 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 tick. And they used to have these long pieces of paper they used to have to read out like in code on what the stock market was doing. That's because they were trading with other countries. That's when the telegraph came into effect. But when the market was just here, they wasn't dealing with it when you had Thousands of people on the floor shouting out, buy, sell, buy, sell, trade. It was a paper system. See, but now everything is digitized now, right? So he reminded me of how everything is motivated. See, the IMF is tied into other countries also. You see, the IMF, they're going, y'all ready. I'm not going to go back and tell what the IMF is. Go back and let's do it again. They duty, like I told y'all before, an entity has a duty to stay alive. Right? They got to keep this system alive. They're not, they're not going to let this system fall. And the value of a country is its citizens. Listen to what I say. The value and the wealth of a country is its citizens. The reason why China is so small is because China has a big 8, 5 billion people. That's a heck of a population. That's where their value comes from. China value does, does, does not come in making cheap crap. Their value comes in they in they people, their workforce, they you know how they move. The only problem with China is that China China can't be controlled. China, that's that, that what China problem is. The IMF and all these other countries they cannot control China, and China is very manipulative. China ain't gonna take truth because China don't like you. I was watching this watch. I was liking it watching this one show on TV. The one to OT had this Chinese gal on there. It was in, it was filmed in Australia. 
and they were showing how how China was manipulating Australia, how they how they how they because you know people can be bought out, you know white black Puerto Rican people can be bought out. You give people a little fake money, don't mean anything. They'll sell their soul. Whether it's a government official, whether it's a police, whether it's uh, your homeboy in the hood, that's it's called a reward. Put a reward out of a, a, a mama telling her son, and then and, and then and then she'll turn around and say, "Oh, Jesus don't want my son to be. They don't know I ain't raised my son like that. Boy, you bad Lord knows she'll blame it on God. She'll blame. She'll blame. She'll tell her God told her to do it." But she cut to turn you into the police to get that reward money. Because if not, I bet you when they bring that reward money to her, she won't take it. But she take it because it's all about money. See, these people are smart. They got you on the paper system. They got all of us on the paper system. Because I ain't going to lie to you. Like what I tell people all the time, don't do nothing wrong around me. Don't sell drugs around me. Don't do nothing around me. Because I, I don't want to know. Because that's my deposit deniability. I don't know. Because the people coming off me with some money, I don't know what I might do. I don't, so I don't want to know. I don't want to know. I used to back then, back then when I used to ride with my partner, I used to ride that street and pick and pick one of my partners up. I seen right before I get in my car. First thing I tell him, I say, "Look, man, you got drugs on you. You got a gun on you. Anything like that, man? Look, don't get in my car, man. Because when we get pulled over by the police, we get pulled over by the police. The first thing I'm gonna say is that nigga that got that nigga that got drugs on him." He got drugs, he got a gun or something on it. Because you ain't putting that in my car and I'm taking the rap for it. See, I don't believe in that no snitch and 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 uh and and take the rap for my homeboy and I'm gonna get out, he's gonna make me I don't believe in that. I like my freedom. I got places to go, like Willie D said, I got places to go, people to see. So y'all keep all that snitching stuff to yourself. If you get around me and you and you illegal and the police pull us over and it ain't my now, I'm not gonna just write out and say it, but you're not going to be playing stuff in my car when they go searching you, and then I got to take the hit for it, and I got to be a man. I don't believe in all that kind of stuff. I like my freedom too much. See, y'all don't know these people ain't playing out here with locking people up in jail. Getting people this long time. Then when you, when you get in jail, jail ain't nothing to play with. Jail ain't nothing like in the movies. You're going to go over and be a stand-up guy in jail. Man, let me tell you something. See, I learned about privatized prisons. I know what's going on. I don't want to mess with it. That's why I go to work every day. But see, and all this stems from, what I'm telling y'all is, it stems from money. Because we are so conditioned and driven by money. Yes, money is the medium of exchange. Now, you can't barter, like these barter, you know, back in the day, the farmers give you a, a, a pig, a pig for some apples, or apples for some oranges, some, you know, some oranges for some potatoes. Those days are gone now where you, where you, where you had the farm community where everybody come together once a month. Everybody set up, uh, back their truck up. You know, have a truck full of potatoes, a truck full of beans, a truck full of mustard greens, truck full of collard greens. One guy may have his, his chickens his chickens in the cage, and everybody sit there, and they barter what they need. That was beautiful. But see, we're not on them days anyway, in, uh, anymore now. See, this, this medium of exchange called paper currency or credit card numbers has been introduced into our market and people get addicted. Like I tell y'all, people get addicted to so many things. See, y'all think people just get addicted to drugs. People got addicted to cheap money. Like I told y'all, what's going on right now is it's called because of cheap money. Because in 2008, like yesterday, the stock market dropped uh, 900. They, they say back to two, 2008 levels. You know, we went to the reception. The market is actually correcting itself. Not so much the market. Stop thinking that the stock market 
with how the stock market go, your economy go. That's what they got you thinking, so they keep you looking at that. The correction that's going on is that in 2008, the IMF, the Federal Reserve, the World Bank, they had to put something in place. In the United, see, the United States is a valuable market. Like I told you, your wealth or your market is, is your people. Even though China has more people, America has consumers. Our consumers buy everything. That's why you have 50 million car dealers over here in the country. Our consumers consume everything, and our consumers is on the debt system. You can't have people saving. Americans don't save. Chinese people, they, they save. Yeah, you got a billion people, they making a little money. But what they making, they saving. You can't have that. You have, to, you, have to, you have to get people on this consumer buying thing. Because you got to keep this cheap money that's not worth anything. You have to keep those numbers flowing into the economy, not sitting in the economy. Because the IMF and these money people, they have to take those, have, they have to take those figures out of If they want to play the game right. They have to take those figures out of the out of the uh, economy and introduce new figures. What I mean by figures, I mean numbers. I mean by numbers on a ledger or a number in a, in a, in a database system that we on computers. Like I told y'all, if it's $50 million into the economy, at some point, they have to take that $50 million out in order to create $10 Because you don't want to have $50 million in, into, the, in, in, into the economy and then create another $50 million. Now it's going to be inflationary. You got to balance it out. And how they balance it out, they use the interest. Now, 2008, I'm telling you, now this, listen, I'm telling you what was going on with this corona thing, right? With the interest rate being so low, right? In 2008, the Fed had to introduce tools to the market, right, to keep the economy stimulated, to keep America's market going because America had these big consumers, right? America's are like, it's like a, it's like a dope fiend when it comes to buying stuff. There'd be people stuff. Stuff, 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 stuff. People just need stuff, 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 stuff. It's the crazy thing in my life when you ride down the street and you see some beautiful land and you come back next week and it's, and it's, and it's a storage. It's a storage facility there. Where, where people got to store their stuff. They got no more stuff, no more storage in their house. They have to have, they have to pay for a storage unit to store stuff that they, they ain't even seen in 12 years. That's gluttony. That's crazy. I'm seeing places that you go out places they have down here in Florida, they got taking good land and putting RV, RV storage units where people buy got houses but can't live in these HOMOA communities and can't put their RV in the yard. So they rent these RV little storage places to put their RVs. That's gluttony. What you buying all that stuff for? And then three years later you go to that store, you say, Well, I'm gonna go clean my storage unit out, right? You go to your storage unit, you raise the door, there's a whole bunch of stuff in there, and you picking through that stuff saying what you don't want to throw away, but you ain't using none of that stuff in three years. So what, what are you looking for? Not the crazy thing in the world to me. I went with this girl one time to clean her storage unit one time. And she said in there, I'm like, I think we're going to clean like we're going to take everything out and throw all this trash away because she ain't seen it in years. She picking through, I want to keep this, I want to keep it. You haven't used it in three years, what the hell you want to keep it for? Not the crazy thing in the world for me. But see, but this is what it is. They get us on that money thing. America is consumers. Consumers, debt, and wealth. That's what America is. Consumers, debt, and wealth. The wealth is, no, I'm sorry, wealth, debt, wealth, consumer, debt. Wealth is your labor. Consumers is your body. You consume. And debt is, 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 is what you get into to consume all these things that they got to buy a storage shed for, for you to put in. That makes no sense to me. 
You walk around people's house and the house is like a doggone museum. My house, I have what I have in my house, what I need to function. I don't need pictures all on my wall because I don't want to see no people. That picture don't excite me looking at that picture. It does nothing for me. I don't want no marble vase sitting in the wall of a, of a broken head or just a head of some dead person. What they call them things? Sculptures? What the hell I want to see that dead fool for? I don't even know who he is. I, my house is functional. I want a couch to sit on, a recliner chair to recline back in, a TV, you know, up on the wall, on the floor somewhere. That's all I want in my living room. In my bedroom, I want a bed. I don't want no doggone nightstand, all that crap on the wall. When I go to my bedroom, I don't want no TV in my bedroom. When I go to my bedroom, I want to get in my bed and go to sleep. In my guest room, I want a bed. If my guests do come, when you get sleepy, you go to bed. You don't you don't go in my bedroom, my guest room, and go to bed, and I got TV in there, and you and you in there watching my TV in my guest room like it's hotel med. Like you at the risk carton. I can't get you up before 12 to go do anything because you in my house like you on vacation. No, you come to my house on vacation. When it's time to go to bed, you go to bed. And then when you wake up, you're going to wake up. You ain't going to lay in that bed and watch no TV in my bedroom. So I ain't got no TV in my bedroom. Tell y'all my mouth. In my bathroom, I got what I need in my bathroom. I don't have a whole bunch of rugs and towels. Why do, why do I have nice hardwood floors in my bathroom and then I'm going to throw a rug on top of it? Not the craziest thing I ever seen in my life. Why well, I'm have all this stuff sitting on? I'm have my towels all out stacked in my bathroom on a nice little shelf. That's the crazy thing in my life. When you got fecal matter, everything flying in the air. So, no, my towels is in their place. My bathrooms are nice and clean. My kitchen. Why do I want fifty million appliances sitting on my kitchen? I got a stove. Well, I do have an air fryer. I like my air fryer. Got a stove. I got my air fryer. But I put my air fryer away. My condos are nice and clean. My craft room where I do my creating, nah, that do get a little out of, out of hand sometimes because, you know, I do a lot of little craft stuff like that. You know, that's my creative room. But other than that, I ain't got nothing on the wall. I hang my creations on the wall. If I do a backpack or a handbag or something, I put that on the wall. I like sewing by hand. I put that on the wall. Nice and neat. I buy what I need. I buy what I use. See, that's why they don't like me. See, people like the bankers don't like me. Because I save every penny. Because, and not because I save, uh, because there's something wrong. It's just that I only take what I only buy what I need. I got a classic car. I got a 2004 classic car. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. That's a classic. It paid for. It had for seven years. Brother from California. I don't, need, I don't need no fancy car. I pull up next to him, bro, Mercedes, and a light, that Mercedes take off. I stop at the, at the next red light with that same Mercedes who just took off. I don't, they don't like me because I don't spend because I know this system. And not just knowing this system, I don't buy what I don't need. I consume what I need. Or, and then when I want something, I can afford to buy it. But they know that people ain't like me. That's like, that's like you're going to have junkies and you have people that's not junkies. You see? You have, and that's what it is. You got more junkies than people that's not junkies. 
It'll be a junkie, just ain't a drug head or a crackhead. A drunk is a, a junkie is a weed head. A junkie is a liquor head. You see what I'm saying? A junkie just ain't a crackhead. When you got something, you got to a, a junk. A junk could be a hoarder. A junkie could be somebody who who uh, who shop all the time. You see what I'm saying? That that that's why I don't fit none of them categories. Don't like people like me. But America, we are we we that we are we are consumers and we are in debt. So we are still valuable, even though China has more people. Now until they get control of China, where the IMF, the World Bank, where, where they get a they get a central bank in the China, because see China manipulates their yen, they they manipulate their own money. That's why the World Bank can't get a good assessment and handle on China's wealth. Far as money wise, because China know this money game, right? They can't get a hand. That's the big thing. They can't get control of China monetary system because China manipulates it and they controls it. So until they can get a hand on that, right? They really can't control the economics of China and in the eaves and flows of China's economy because China does that. China is still a communist country. They just playing economic chess game. And they do it better because like that lady said on that TV show in Australia, when, when uh, it was bad mouthing on this show, right, they, they was accusing China for uh, China, uh, a cyber team for messing around with Australia's, I guess, uh, radar system. And, and Australia had like five planes in the sky. And, and, and a signal was blocking was blocking the signal and the plans couldn't communicate itself. It took the whole Australia radar system down. And when they finally got everything done, they want to blame China for it, right? Because uh, they said China cyber, China was almost sophisticated to do that. But see, but what was going on was it was a cabinet member who wanted to take over the, I don't guess, I don't know what they got a parliament or whatever they got in Australia. She wanted to check, take over. Whenever they want to do anything, they have to create a problem. Coronavirus, just sound like a problem. They have to create a distraction. The big thing on this show was that they wanted this, this Congress lady, she wanted this, this parliament lady, she wanted to take over. And she wanted to introduce a bill. She wanted to introduce a bill like George Bush introduced that bill with, uh, with, 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 the, with, with uh, the spine on everything. She wanted to introduce a bill in Australia to give it uh to give Australia government access to spy on all its people. But she knew that the Australian people wouldn't go for it. So they had to create this problem. Right? Now one thing they know about China, you 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 cuss China out to his face all day. China ain't gonna say nothing. China ain't gonna, ain't gonna, ain't gonna defend itself. China ain't gonna justify itself. So she so this this so the Chinese delegate was in Australia, right? So when this thing happened, you know they want to create this. They want to create this this thing to where can see when people are so stupid. You know we all stupid. I am too. You know she wanted to create a need to where the people say, yeah, we need that bill. See if she just try to pass that bill to where to 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 where like nine eleven. Just like 9-11, right? 
They want to spy on everybody. Now, I'm not saying, I don't know what happened on 9-11. I, now, I'm telling y'all right now, I'm, not saying, I'm talking about the movie Australia. But I'm relating it to 9-11. Okay? I don't know what happened 9-11. Let's get that straight right now. Right? But they want to create a situation like that to where they create this emergency. But this was a near emergency. 13 seconds before the players was about to, about, about to be impacted, the system came back online miraculously. And the planes landed safe. But by this time, the whole country was in a panic. Right? So, come down to it was this lady wanted to introduce this bill to spy on everybody in Australia. So, behind the scenes, right, she had she, she had to have a fall guy. She couldn't use Iraq because America had already tore Iraq up. <laughs> so, she couldn't use Iraq in the Middle East. East. So, they accused China of it. So, they know they ain't going to attack China, right? So the bill passed, right? The bill passed. The bill went through and it passed because the Australian citizen, oh, yeah, we need this bill because we need to spy. We need to find out what's going on in intelligence. Everybody need to. So people give up their rights when, when there's a critical issue going on. This lady got her bill passed. See, it wasn't about China. So the lady was talking to the delegate from China, right? It was a lady. She was saying that the Chinese lady told her, you know, oh, oh, the, oh, the, oh, the lady said, you know, isn't, you know, can China make it look good? Can China have a response to this? And the lady, and the, the Chinese lady who was working with the Australian lady who want to take over everything, who was introducing the bill, who was corrupting, who was corrupting, who was corrupt as hell, you know, backstabbing her own country to get her bill passed. And then ultimately she wanted to gain control of the parliament. But she had to get one guy out, which she did because she blackmailed him because she was sleeping because he was sleeping on the side. I'll tell y'all about that later. <clears throat> I'll tell y'all about the movie. I'll get the name of that movie for y'all too. So, but the Chinese told the lady, the lady say, well, can China make a statement, you know, like it's defending itself? You know, how to make it look good. That Chinese lady looked at that lady and she said, look, she said, China has been dealing with, with situations like this for over 4,000 years. China is not like the United States. China don't have to justify itself to nobody. We take care of our own. And they looked at her like, she said, China has a long memory. She said, China plays the long game. We play the, we play the long game. See, China make China fool you like we your buddies. Yeah, we playing this capitalistic game. We cool. Yeah, y'all come over here. Y'all build all y'all stuff over here. And, you know, it's only fun. We got cheap labor. You don't, have, you, you, don't have, you don't have to wait four years for a permit like you do in the United States for Congress to pass something or from uh, so, so, or from some some uh, state, from, from some city council to, to, to try to buy the people out of their land. You don't have to worry about that, China. If there's some land you want, we'll, we'll go in tomorrow. We'll scoop the people up off it, and you can start building today. China don't waste no time like in this corona thing. In Wuhan, where they say Ground Zero was, they need like 500 beds. In two days, they had 500 beds. China don't move, China move fast. Right? But, you know, they never give up that control. That's why you don't get information out of China, right information, because they, they keep control. So they're not going to give the IMF or anybody else, World Bank, no control of their monetary system. They don't keep playing this economic game, because y'all fools going to keep going over there buying stuff for them, trying to get cheap labor. Get cheap labor. And then China got all the R&D, all the research and development, everybody's product. You take your product over to China, that, that's why that Wu Wang phone, that Wu Hai Wu, 
Highway, Highway, Wu-Way, Huawei, that was Huawei phone. That's why that Huawei phone is so good. Because all these years, they Apple, to build over there, Apple had to set up an R&D over there. And then they built that product, we set up an R&D, research and development. Now China getting all your, China can backdoor your product. They can backdoor it, they can actually make it, because now you set up an R&D over there. Now your R&D that you set up over there is not your whole phone. You may set up a partner division over there when you're still making, you got your R&D over here in the United States. But they've been building your phone so much they backdoor you. That's why that Huawei phone is so better than that iPhone. Because China got the technology. And all this stuff, you people look at, I'll be on Shark Tank. Well, you know you can get it made cheaper over in China. That would even tell these people. You can get it made cheaper in China and bring it back over here. So you design something as an American citizen. You design something, but you but because you want to sell it cheaper to these consumers that we got over here, or these, these junky consumers we got. I'm gonna call us junky consumers we got over here. You go over to China and get China all your information on how to build your thing. And China turn around and make that same thing, put another name on it, and sells it back over here to the country at a cheaper price than, than they than they making and selling yours back over here for. That make any sense? But they call that capitalism. That's why China came up so fast. It came up so fast out of the greediness of capitalism and the capitalists trying to sell everything cheap back over here to America and in Europe. So what's going on now? What's going on now with this correct this corona thing is called a market correction. You can't crash the market like you did in 2008 and start a panic. You can't do that, right? The stock market is not just a stock market, but people and consumer confidence would fail. If you don't see what's going on right now, even though the stock market and fall and all that kind of stuff, consumer confidence is not falling in, in the currency system, right? Pay attention. There's no panic in the system. There's no overrun on the banks. People not see, you haven't heard of no bank overruns. Even though the bank said they was going to shut down because of Corona, the banks was going to shut down. You still didn't see an overrun on the banks. Because, see, you can still use your credit cards. Digitized system, paper system, understand what's going on, right? You can still use your credit cards to purchase everything if your bank closed. So, what what the IMF and what I think these folks are doing is, this is called a market correction. Because after 2008, y'all go back and listen to my podcast on cheap money, and they tell you how the Fed's lowered interest rates to minus zero to stimulate the economy. And the tools that the Fed's used to stimulate the economy. And those tools were to be temporary. But somehow cheap money became the norm. People got addicted to cheap money. And the economy shot off like a rocket. And the feds see this. So the fed want fed needed to slow the economy down by raising interest rates. But these capitalists and these people like, I'm not going to count, man. These high business people, these high investors, these rich, these rich uh, moguls got addicted to that cheap money. And they would not let the feds control the economy by slowing the economy down just a little by raising interest rates, right? They would not do it, right? So what you're seeing right now is a market correction without the panic. The coronavirus was the perfect storm, right? Which they knew about this coronavirus for a long time. It's the perfect tool to use 
to slow the economy down without a panic. Because see, the both of the CDC is some smart people. We got some smart people in the world. Like I told you, we send people to the moon. We send people underneath the water. We, 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 we got Elon Musk bug building tunnels. We got Germany, some of the best scientists in Germany. The world, and if you see, this thing is affecting the European countries, the United States. Well, see what this thing is affecting now. Open your dang old eyes. Right? It's affecting the United States, the Euro nations. I mean, it's affecting the Euro nations, and it's affecting the United States. You don't hear about this thing affecting Brazil, Cuba, Mexico. You ain't even heard of Canada yet. But you hear about it in Canada, Super. You haven't heard about it in Canada yet. It's a market correction. Because, okay, if y'all are not going to let us raise interest rates to control the market, right? We have to slow the economy down because you have to get these dollars out of circulation. And what I mean by dollars is these notes. You have to get you have to get this currency out of the system, flush it out of the system. Because you just use, you just created these tools of 2008 to get the economy stimulated again. But now if you keep on going, keep on, keep on going, the system is going to bust. Because the more money that's created, right, the, the, the value, it loses its value. And what happens when it loses its value is, you know, if the little commodities that are being made, the prices have to go up. That's why I tell y'all, how the hell can you go out here and buy a Navigator truck for $80,000, $90,000 and that same damn Navigator truck, right, besides the pretty inside, a few, a few years ago, you go out there and get that same truck about fifty, six thousand, Because the value, the value of the money, because you buy the money that you buy, you get you get the money at zero percent interest. So they gotta give you more money because they're not making no money. So the price of commodities goes up to compensate. That's like before you had a Federal Reserve system back in a long time ago, when you had like the Continental Dollar and all that kind of stuff, they fail while a guy, a guy say you you take when you take a Continental Dollar note into a bar and buy a beer, sit it there, and by the time you drink the whole beer, you you, you put one kind of a dollar on the counter and once you drink the beer you know the glass is worth eight or nine continental dollars it's the devaluation so i think it's brilliant i think this is so brilliant what the money people are doing and that's why i like the money people if it's going to be a monetary system i don't want to control by the united states government congress or any congress or any country i want it controlled by a separate group because what they're doing, they're doing the right thing. They're creating this coronavirus scare. Now, look, people, every year people die of a virus, of a cold, of a cold, a pneumonia. And I know they say, well, they got y'all thinking. They say, well, this one, this thing right here is like nine times stronger than the common, than the common flu. It's nine times stronger. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Everything is stronger than it was last year, you know. When you make look like a guy telling me, you don't hear about no cases of uh of uh of Corona in Virginia, do you? They make moonshine. You know, they drink they, they drink that. They making that moonshine. That's not strong. They healthy. Ain't nothing living in that. But what you got is you got a market correction going on without the scare. And and it's also at the same time it's a beautiful experiment. Also, is how they can shut the country down. See, this is a beautiful exercise. This is, 
it's like we have we we have a uh, uh, evacuation plans, or you have a uh, I'm not gonna call it a pandemic plan. I'm trying to think of the word. It's like it's like if a hurricane come through here, right down in Florida, right? You gotta have a plan, evacuation plan in place, right? And what you have to do is you have to get the people trained on that evacuation plan. That while you're nine then that little thong, 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 that little thing go off the irritation, and you get up and you walk orderly outside to a spot. You don't run. You get up and you walk orderly outside to that spot. It's also like down here, we in Florida, we got a lot of old people, including myself. You know, every so often, every in a hurry, you get these Amalans, die, 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 rolling down the street. They ain't going nowhere. These emergency people, they ain't going nowhere. They're just rolling down the street, just rolling all the people away. But they're doing that as a practice, as a practice run to get people used to getting out the way when the Amalans coming down the street. What you're seeing right now, like they say one time, never miss a, 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 a emergency is a good time. Let me say, never, always take advantage of a good uh, uh, emergency or something like that. Y'all know, I think George Bush is someone I'm saying it. Somebody said it. But what you're saying right now is you're seeing a marked correction. you see an example of how you can shut America down. Because the businesses aren't complaining. You got to figure something. Why the businesses aren't complaining? Why the bankers ain't complaining? This, is, this right here is a practice run. On how to shut this country down. See, this is almost like martial law without being martial law. This is implementing martial law without having troops on the street. See, when you tell people that they can only go out at these certain times, or for these only certain things, when they got to be in at a certain time, see, people accepting it now because they're scared because you created this scare, this virus. This thing that's in the air that's going to infect you and it's going to kill you. And you can spread it to your old people. You can spread it to your kids. So you have to quarantine yourself. Well, as quarantining yourself, you're going to spend less on a lot of things where the market can correct itself. I ride around here, I'm seeing ain't no building going on. The building didn't stop. All that people doing is buying gas and food. And running home and putting CNN and Fox News on. The fiends can't buy stuff. They can't. They mad because the stores are shut down. The restaurants are shut down. Now those are the ones that's going to be biggest, biggest, uh, biggest impact. The service workers are going to be the ones that's biggest impact because of this situation here. <coughs> the service worker. People can't. I'm seeing commercials on TV where they tell you if you want to buy a car. You can buy a car online and we'll deliver it to you. This is a test room. This is a test room on how to shut this country down without the panic. This is a test run, but this is more so it's a mark correction. It's a Tuesday in 2008 again. Go back and listen to my podcast on cheap money. They have to correct it. Since, since these rich people like Donald Trump and all these rich investors who used to cheap money to buy things 
won't let, because remember Donald Trump did not let the, go back and listen to my thing on the Fed. Like, ain't nothing that I'm telling y'all. You know that I'm saying, oh, well, he sound like a Democrat. I ain't no damn Democrat. I'm telling y'all the truth. Something y'all don't listen to. Go listen to my podcast on the Federal Reserve. Donald Trump would not let them raise interest rates. They got beat up. So they said, okay, we'll keep the interest rate at zero. But let me tell you something. It's like anything. You can't beat somebody up and then expect them to take that butt whooping. What you can expect them to do is come back at you in a different kind of way. And this is what they did. This that with this coronavirus. And I'm not saying the Federal Reserve created coronavirus. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that this is a perfect opportunity to correct the markets in America and the markets in Europe with this corona scare because 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 you can you can you can scare people into self-quarantine and you can slow the market down and you can restore store the stock market below interest. I mean b- 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 at, 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 at below uh, two thousand eight status. Like I told y'all, if you want to see what if you want to see when this when this corona thing is gonna get lifted People can, when, when people can be free to go out and put their RV in one of these RV storage sheds or uh, on one of these junk sheds and pay money every month for a shed to keep stuff that they don't even use, watch the interest rates. Watch the interest rates and watch the, watch the market correction. Because like I told y'all, it's too much money out in circulation. They have to take those nuts. If you want to play the game right, now you keep playing the game wrong and, and, be, and be like these uh, hedge fund investors and these investors and these money people, what you do is just keep printing cheap money and letting them keep borrowing cheap money from you at a 0% interest rate. You're not making a profit on it. You're not making an imaginary profit on it. It ain't worth nothing. It's just numbers. But you but you control the system, but you're not making an imaginary profit on it. But they but they using it to buy the gain wealth and not so much wealth is. Wealth is the people and wealth is material things. You see, people think of having a building like a house as well. How many, how, can, can y'all ride down the street in some of these areas, some of these other little towns, and see buildings that used to be houses, or buildings that used to be buildings where people you were just sitting there rotting, ain't worth nothing? These kids, when people talk about my house is my value, your house ain't worth jack nothing. Your house has a value because people assign a value to it. If people don't assign a value to you, your house can sit there and rot like all some of these other houses out there like you in Florida. You drive down some of these little back little small towns, these riding houses. Your house is only worth something because somebody assigns a value to it. That's why in 2000, when the market dropped, the houses ain't worth a hill of beans. I can take you to Michigan, Detroit, show you a plain example. One of the most beautiful neighborhoods there was. Trees growing inside them houses. Ain't worth a hill of beans. So your house, your house is only work work what they say is work. There's no value in your house. You, you if you if you in your head playing that game, then you playing that game. The value in your house is what they say the value in your house is. But the value to a country is its people. And what we do to our people, like I told y'all, we locking them up in jail, the strong one, and we got the rest of us out here, uh, old. Then they turn all of us soft, little boys holding hands with little boys, little gals holding hands with little gals. You see a woman and a man, a young woman, a young, a young fella, and a young gal together. You think they strange. Where they come from? They come from Mars? A guy and a girl holding hands? Do they go together or are they just best friends? 
Don't start me on that. But look at our country, man. It's just a margin correction going on without the panic. Corona is perfect. Now, yeah, like every year, some folks are going to die. A lot of folks are going to die. But in the past, how, was they really reporting the numbers of the people that was dying from the flu? Was they really reporting those actual numbers like they reported today? Like the people in Washington, where they say people in Washington, more people in Washington die. You tell me that them old people in Washington, Washington went to China? How did that coronavirus get in that, in that, in that old folks' home? Did one of them old folks get in their wheelchair and put a hovercraft on it and go over to China, spend time in Beijing somewhere, Wuhan, Wuhan, came back across the Pacific Ocean in their wheelchair on a hovercraft, got back in old folks' home and contaminated everybody. How did it get in there? Did they have doctors traveling to Wuhan? <coughs> I'm just curious. I'm just saying, I don't know. But like I tell y'all, y'all watch what I say. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But the market is correcting itself, and they're showing you. And, it's, and while the market is correcting, correcting itself, it's a perfect opportunity to put some human control controls in place. So I'm talking about bailing out Boeing after this. Talking about bailing corporations out. Talking about sending people twelve hundred dollars, <laughs> and people are a little excited about it. You know, they complain a little. Saying, "What twelve hundred dollars gonna do?" This is what twelve hundred dollars gonna do. You gonna get that twelve hundred dollars just just like what Bush did when he gave that stimulus. You gonna get that twelve hundred dollars. You gonna go out there and you gonna shop. And then at the end of the year, when you come to pay taxes. They're going to take that $1,200 back. Is that what Bush did with that stimulus plan? Bush gave you money tell you, now here, here's some money. Go out there and buy a TV. Bush said that. And then at the end of the year, you had to, you had to pay that money back on your taxes. Now, he didn't say that in the beginning. He didn't say, we're going we gonna, to we gonna do the stimulus plan. We're going we to get y'all a little money back. But at the end of the year, you're going to have to pay us back. He said, we're going to get y'all a little money back. He left out the other part. Not like with this $1,200. Right? Eat $1,200, what you going to do? You're going to go out there and give it right back. You're going to put it right back on the economy because you are a consumer. You are a shopping fiend. You're, gonna, you're not going to save it. You're going to put it right back on the economy. That's why they don't like me because I'm going to take $1,200 and I'm going to put it in the bank at 0% interest. But even at, even at 0% interest, I still got $1,200. Now, at the end of the year, I'm going to have to pay on that $1,200 and I'm going to pay the IRS because like, I'm not like Wesley Snipes and them accountants. I'm paying the IRS. I don't mess with the IRS. Y'all think y'all big and bad all y'all want. I don't mess with the IRS. I don't, look, I don't mess with the police and I don't mess with the IRS. Because the police can mess your day up for a long time. He can get you in the system. I don't mess with the police. I'm scared of the police. And I don't mess with the IRS. So that's why I drive speed limit and I go to work and pay my taxes. So that little twelve dollars they give me, I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them. I'm gonna get them whatever they little percentage they want back off they money. Cause it's they money, it ain't mine. It's they money. It's they money. I ain't work for it. That's they money. He said, "Well, you did work for it cause you pay taxes." I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get y'all run down on taxes. Y'all think taxes? <laughs> y'all think y'all little tax money goes to pay? When y'all pay taxes, that that tax money that the government collect goes right back to the Federal Reserve. But the Federal Reserve can take those notes out of circulation so they can print more money. That's just a quick little skinny on it. When people think they got you thinking that with your taxes, 
going to some of these welfare mother welfare people on welfare. My taxes going, my taxes going to subsidize this. Your taxes ain't going none of that stuff. You don't pay for none of that stuff. When you pay taxes, that money is taken out of circulation. Those dollar, those figures, those notes are taken out of circulation. If they take fifty billion out of circulation, fifty billion is 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 erased off the ledger. And whatever the interest, the gaining interest rate on that fifty dollar would be, say the gaining rate on that fifty billion dollars would be, say three percent. Then whatever three percent equalizes, it'll be it'll be fifty billion plus three percent. That's a new note. Print those notes out. That's how the system works. So get out your head that when 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 they when they got you mad at other people who you think ain't working for no money and we subsidizing them, they live for free. You ain't your taxpayers' money ain't going on none of that stuff. Learn about this system. I'm gonna do a talk on that too. Learn about this system. Stop being mad at other people because you think other people get something for free. And you think you gotta work for it. And you think you pay now they are probably getting something for free now. I gotta go back on that. But you thinking that you paying for it out of your taxes, which you ain't. You ain't paying for nothing no other people getting for free out your taxes. That's not where your tax dollars go. Your tax dollars go. The IRS takes those notes and take them out of circulation. That's how the system works. So just stop being prejudiced against somebody else. Now, I'm I'm like that too now. When I see when I see people in, in, in the grocery store having three, four baskets full of food. And I know damn well they ain't got no job because they all overweight or riding on a riding on one of them little buggies, them little carts, them little go-karts in the shop or something with a big basket on the front, full of food. I know damn well they ain't got no job. And I'm walking in here with this little basket on my arm. I'm looking at them, I'm, I'm reading the ingredients on stuff. I'm I only can buy this. I only want to spend twenty dollars now. That's all I got. And I can spend more. But I, I'm on a budget. But yeah, they got baskets and baskets of food, and I gotta work every day, and I know they ain't working. I know they get some for free, but I also know that whatever they take it off of me for taxes ain't going to them. But see, they keep that illusion to keep all of us divided. You see what I'm saying? So all thing I'm saying is that there's a market direction going on. I think I took up enough of y'all time too. So, but look at that. This little Room 101 payback, this show is a good stick, man. I tell y'all all the time, even with, the, even with this little Corona thing out. The little time they let y'all folks get out, they go do what you gonna do. You know, if, if you matter of fact, I think around about this time is y'all just go online, go online to Holtz, you know, go online to Holtz, go online to Corona, CIS Cigar, or one of them little spots. If your local cigar spot ain't open, where you can run out and get you get, get you some sticks and come out to your house and relax, then go online and order you some cigars. Like I say, this Room 101 is a good breakfast cigar. I'm going to call it a breakfast cigar for me. This is a good stick to start your day off, especially if you got some Mary's Cuban coffee. It's a good stick. Support your local, local economy. Whenever you get an opportunity to spend on you a good cigar, support your local economy. Like I say, where I shop at, I go to Rye Cigar and pour it up on top of the world. That's where I buy my cigars at. You know, man, I know I'm getting a quality cigar. I'm knowing it's, I'm knowing it's going to be fresh. I'm knowing it's going to be at a fair price point. That's where I get mine from. All right. Now, I'm going to get on out of here. Like I tell y'all all the time in life, y'all take care of everybody. But more importantly, y'all take care of yourself first. <laughs>